Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got a lot. We got not that much. Because as we have said, the hits keep on coming for the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. So we always start with this because there's so little... But I'm confused. And I'm going to ask Tim about this right off the get-go because it's weird. Because we got the announcement that Disney has pushed back the release dates of Agatha, Dark Cold Diaries, Echo, and more Marvel, Disney Plus, uh, you know, series amid WGA and Sec After Strikes. Why not Loki? Why is Loki still dropping on the 6th of October? Like, I'm so confused. Unless that one is like, hey, it could be a um, let's drop it and see how it does. Or they thought that of all of these ones that they have held up, that that one would do the best on dropping right now. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, the other thing is, is, oh, maybe that one's completed. The other ones aren't, but. I think everyone is completed, so it's not like, oh, we're waiting to do a little bit of this or a little bit of that um, on it. Unless maybe they are, and it's more post-production stuff where the Loki is... uh, All completed. Where it's it's completely... Yeah, where it's 100% completed. I don't... Hey, your guess is as as good as mine. I feel like they... they, Because the Echo, that's the one we talked about a while back, where they're going to release all the episodes at once. They're going to experiment with that. Um, I think the first experiment was changing the date uh, and release time of Ahsoka. Um, that was a success, massive success. They're like Lily articles saying this fixed Star Wars, which it didn't, but I get it. You want to be able to watch the show at a reasonable time. And Connor, which I'm actually wearing the Concon's Cantina shirt right now, nice. um, he basically said, he goes, the West Coast influencers and content creators had a huge advantage over the east coast people because they were having to get up at three o'clock in the morning to watch the show give their commentary edit stuff because you literally have what you think probably a six hour window for when it's released before you should have content out there yeah so i think that they're going to be experimenting with these other shows and spreading them out more because they need to cover the content for so long like we've said though um like i don't know if you saw this i don't even think it's on our thing um, did you see that the AMC and the Writers Guild struck a deal? No, I did not. So they have resumed filming the Walking Dead spinoffs because hmm. they um, they got approval with from the, from SAG and everything. And that's the big thing people don't know. So if you are a SAG AFTRA, if you're a WGA, you're not allowed to do anything related to any of your works. So if you're on a podcast, the podcast is supposed to basically be about nothing. It's supposed to be about life in general or talking to people. Can't mention your current projects. Can't mes- mention any past projects under the current agreement that expired. So what they've been doing is, is like I listen to the Boy Meets World podcast. They gave them an exception because Boy Meets World was under a different agreement. They said you could deal the cons still. And then they're telling people not to do cons. Like, they're literally panicking. It's 100 and something days for WGA. It's 80 something days for SAG AFTRA. Um, SAG AFTRA reportedly is going to be going after voiceover people now for video games. So, um, mm. 
I don't know. They are saying that no one's coming to the table to talk. They're saying that Netflix, uh, Amazon, none of them are coming to the table to talk. So uh, I feel like they're spreading these out for multiple reasons that we are probably more nefarious than we think. They're trying to keep the content going. I mean, we talked, I think, two weeks ago about how Bob Iger had hinted that they're going to stop trying to go into markets where it's not profitable, where basically they can't. Basically, they want to buy local content for cheap. Um, and the next, this actually, this next one was insane because I don't know if Tim knows. So ESPN, ABC, and more Disney channels go dark for Spectrum subscribers as they fail to reach an agreement. Do you know when they shut it off? All of them. Um, no, I do not. It was immediately before the kickoff of the first football game, college football game on Saturday. Literally Uh-oh. one minute before. That's and awesome. That's tactical right there. Oh, yeah. Well, and I guess Spectrum is like the second largest yep. cable company. So, and obviously it's obviously ESPN, ABC, more Disney. It's Disney that yep. is it and all of their channels um, that they have. So, and you see this happen every now and again, whether it's, you know, Disney or NBC or, or whoever it is that, oh, hey, you know, you could be losing it because the deal's up, the contract's yep. up, and we haven't renegotiated or struck a new deal. Sometimes it goes off for a day or two, and then, oh, we got a deal and it's back on. Sometimes it's for half a day, um, and sometimes it's, you know, the make a deal on the 11th hour and just keeps on rolling. So I mean, they uh, people in L.A. lost the Dodgers for a whole season one year right because they couldn't come to an agreement and then i believe the television rights also expired for them so they were going to be using they were using it as basically leverage like oh if you yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy but uh, my in-laws have lost fox and they don't have spectrum spectrum also i think the reason why they're doing so good i did switch to their internet and it's cheaper than at&t it's faster than at&t um, I don't, I used to test it out and I would, uh, cause ATT fiber. This is that direct cable fiber optic as well, but it's the cable. It's not the thin wire. And I would let Twitch run and see how many times it would get a failure to load. You know, when you lose your internet and it says failure yeah. to load spectrum never does that ATT all the time, but spectrum also has the cell phones now and they have spectrum TV, which is their mobile is it's a TV service that's available through your internet provide. Like you just use the internet. So right. This is a huge deal because, I mean, what 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 did they what? ESPN's massive. Yeah, and they're getting big. I mean, it's I mean everything that they have is big and getting bigger. Because I mean, ESPN, all the Disney channels, all of them. And I mean, when we were younger and we wanted to get TV out by us, I mean, you had to pay extra for ESPN. ESPN was like a huge add-on, and usually. They would team up with like local sports like NBC before they yeah. got as big. You'd have like an NBC Sports Bay Area for watching hockey and whatnot. So this is massive because I mean NFL starts this week. Starts Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow as we record. Tomorrow as we record. And it's kind of like is it has is those who don't know, almost all of them are strategic. They're doing it at this specific time to yep. hurt the customer as much as possible. And I'll never forget, DirecTV did it one time where I 
think it was ESPN. It's almost always ESPN is the one causing problems. But um, I'm pretty sure DirecTV put a thing on the screen where the channel was saying they're arguing with us over $5. And it was a thing of principle from DirecTV. They were like, we're not going to budge on $5. It ended up being like a couple mil, but you figure it was like five bucks a subscriber. And they're like, you need to raise it. And they're like, no, it's not, you know. And I think the tough part too is, have you tried to call and cancel any of your services? I know you didn't. You have YouTube TV. That's what I, that's what I currently have. have. Have you ever tried yeah. to call call and cancel any of that? They don't uh, care about you anymore. They don't care. No, they, 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 you're you're just a, you're just a number, and it doesn't matter um, what you. I mean, that's anything nowadays. Whether it's bank, anything, you know, if they're if they're really big. Um, yeah, you're just you're you're nothing unless you know somebody there. Yep. Um, you're just you're just a number. Shoot, there's times I go in this bank and kind of off topic would go in and they're like, well, you know, you could do that on the ATM outside. I'm like, so you don't even know customer service. It's like no. I'm putting you out because I came in here to do a deposit. Well, and the the crazy part is, is so I had my um my debit card got hacked through my Taco Bell app. Um, they canceled my card. They shouldn't have. I told them, please don't, because they're just using my Taco Bell app. Yeah, but that's what they, yeah, I hate when that happens. And then you're out with the card, unless you have tap or something like that. So, well, can't even use tap because tap doesn't do ACH. You have to do your debit card through tap. Yep. So I was like, hey, okay. So I told the wife, I go, I'm just going to start pulling cash out. And because I have, certain bills that come out through my bank account routing number. So I don't have to worry about that ever. Fine. So, but I'm like, like you said, Valley first, you know, Valley first, that has no tellers. Uh, You walk inside the bank. So they put it over in Turlock by the Safeway. That's where the new, that's what Valley first is. You walk in, there's an ATM and there's a screen and they talk to you through the screen. So there's no like it's a physical person, but they're in the back, or it's just somebody. They have a cent- they have a central office in Modesto where they have like thirty people that work on these things, and all they have. And this is the crazy part: when it first started, my wife went in there, and they had like four people working to show people how to use it. I'm like, don't you think it'd be easier just to do the just thing to, for me? Just to do it exactly. And so what's crazy is is she was trying to. Long story short, someone passed away that had left her money, and she had to close out that account because it was an inheritance. She had to put it in a different account. So she had to go through, like, 700 hoops instead of just telling them, hey, let's do this. Exactly. And they they do the hoops. You jump through maybe two. Um, Yeah, because there was one that I had to close out, too. And, of course, it was one of those things where there was, like, two cents left in it. And they're like, oh, you're going to become delinquent on it. I'm like it was like a loan that got paid off or something. And I'm getting yeah. a, ma- a thing that's going to be like, oh, it's going to cost you 30 bucks. I'm like, over two bucks. So I call them up and they're like, um, oh, no, we can't do it over the phone. Like, you actually have to go down there and do it. Okay, that's fine, whatever. Hey, where's your locust one? I'm going to be in this area. What's Is there one in that area? Or that would be able to do it. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah, this one right here. Perfect. I get the address, go down there, boom, boom, done, get the paperwork. Like, okay, so everything's good. I'm not going to get another one of these in the mail. She's like, you may, because they send the stuff out like weeks in advance. Right. It's like, ignore it. You have this right here. 
um, you know, you won't get sent to collections over five cents or whatever it is. I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you very much. E you know, easy peasy between the customer service on the phone and actually going in there and talking to someone. But if I had to do that on a machine and I had to jump through all these hoops, oh no, I'd be, I'd be done. No, and I, I would close the, I mean, she likes the account there, so it's okay. And I understand why they did it. It has nothing to do with getting less people. The problem right. was, is I think they're having a faster rate of getting people because I don't know how it works, but I believe it's something similar to where you scan, like, you know, you scan your check with your phone. You could do that if you want yeah. to. I yeah. think when they put like a deposit check in, it comes through. There's a way they do verification. But what's weird is they have a person who stands like at a front, like podium and guides you over to the thing. And I'm like, this is just insane, you know? Yeah, or at least have one person in there or if it's like, hey, I can't do this on the machine, you know, we could do it here. Um, and just tell them, hey, you know, don't stand in line because if it's something you could do on the machine, we're just going to tell you to do it on the machine. Right. You know, we're here for something that the machine can't do or those special, you know, circumstances. That's why there's only one person here. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I feel like the customer service is gone and I don't know how long this this deal with ESPN or Disney in general is going to go on because right. it almost feels like they're trying to push them towards ESPN plus and Disney yep. plus to yep. get that stuff because ESPN plus they've been doing the fights on there and I, I'm like, I'm not going to pay to watch the fight on ESPN plus. It's not worth it to me. No, exactly. Well, I mean, and the, you get a lot of stuff on ESPN plus. Um you know, because what they had, like the Peyton Manning thing on there, you can only get it on that. Yep. Certain, you know, articles, like you said, fights or different things that they do on it. Because I'm like, ooh, that would be cool. And I go to click it. I'm like, oh, no, it's ESPN Plus. Well, that's, that stinks. And, so, and I mean, we already I, have yeah. Disney Plus, And it's, that's just another added fee where it's like, how often am exactly. I going to be watching, actually watching this? If I had my friends come over and they brought food and beer and we were watching like the fights every single fight right maybe. exactly maybe. exactly if you're really into it or if it'd be worthwhile or what is it because i think it's a uh like on isn't it hulu or it's a bundled package or yeah you can do i believe or Verizon you could, or something you could do hulu and um espn plus or you could do all three disney plus hulu all and three, yeah. espn and i think the, all three is like 17.99 but that's the base hulu which i have right now um and hulu alone is 11.99 so i think it's it's like 17 18 bucks but they're always doing deals on it because no one buys right. espn plus alone and right, exactly sometimes i feel like they don't even allow you to buy it on its own because it's like you know what's the point you know yeah. but like like hulu like next thing so how i met your father was canceled at hulu after two seasons it's gonna happen hulu is majority owned by disney now because they bought fox so they are majority owner of it and they're cutting stuff the same way. And people are like, Oh, how could they, how could they? I'm like easily because they need to get rid of shows. They have right. too many shows in production. And if anyone has watched any of the new shows that come out on Apple plus, I've watched some of these shows and they've got CGI. That's so next level. It's not even funny. And you're like, they spent millions of dollars on this. And I don't even know if they're getting their money back from this. Right. How I Met Your Father was a single camera, I think, whatever you call it, uh, dramedy. 
And I mean, I don't understand why they canceled it, but I know Hillary uh, Duff didn't take very good about it. And there was a troll she went after, you know, and what's crazy to me though is, is Hulu does this. We hear all this negative stuff about Disney and Hulu. And then all of a sudden Tim shares this thing. And I'm like, wait, what? We're getting a <laughs> second season of the Murdoch murders. A Southern scandal is coming, coming, offering more insight than ever into the deadly night and it premieres september 20th netflix is just killing it with this we're gonna get the fire fest 2 documentary probably before anything else i mean it's crazy yep no exactly and i wonder on this one is and like anything of these murder mysteries whatnot type deal or this or that happen and depending on you know your status in society or or whatnot and money financial status um that okay hey it did really well you know and i wonder if it's like you know what i said i wasn't gonna do it you know what now this came out it irked me again or this that or the other hey i got some stuff that'll really blow your mind it's like ooh, and maybe a couple people come out and do that or offer more insight or whatever it is um, or new stuff has gotten released and it's like hey we could do a number two and like you said more insight than ever so and they also you gotta think they'll probably include the trial because the trial say, is and over now, now and now you got the trial and everything that came with that so and maybe due to the trial um evidence and stuff that wasn't made public before is now yep. made public because of the trial or now that there's a conviction maybe you could go back and was it public records acts or whatnot that right, yeah. was confidential before now isn't or, or what whatever or people couldn't speak before because hey it's going to trial and i can't say anything but come to me after the trial and then i'll tell you everything so it's going to be crazy because i listened to uh nancy grace's podcast that she talked about she covered the whole trial she was there right. and um, it was shocking at how many like, like people. Don't, if you if you have guys haven't heard about the trial or watched it, there was like a witness that was in there that was a so called ballistics expert, but he wasn't a ballistic expert. He was like a firearms training op person. Like he worked at a gun range training people to shoot, and they would have him come in because he obviously did no tra- trajectory. Because like at gun ranges, if you have enough equipment, you could shoot your gun. And shoot all these different kinds of guns and know, okay, the bullet has this kind of drop off with this kind of round, this kind of round, this kind of round. And, you know, I think you started watching this first and then it led me down an evil rabbit hole with Netflix of murder in the Mormon church. All these different. All of that. Yeah. The Waco, Texas one. I mean. Oh, yeah. The Branch Davidians. Yeah. it, It was insane. So I am excited for this one. Um, not for the reason why, you know, it's a horrible thing that happened. And when you, when you do, I'm not going to spoil it, but when you hear stuff from, from the actual like, uh, trial, cause mind you, he tried to, he supposedly had someone try to kill him and it was his brother-in-law or whatever it was, shot him in the head or his brother shot him, just grazed him. He told everyone he got shot in the head right. and just what's like the past you know, seeing, the, I will admit, seeing that guy that was his friend, his son's friend, whose girlfriend died in that boating accident, that was hard. That was hard to watch for me personally. 
because you could tell that kid loved the Murdaugh boy, but hated him at the same time. And you could see how real it was. It was very Tiger, Tiger King-esque. Um, and I think that's why everyone loved it, you know. We should have expected it, considering there was Tiger King 2. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yep. we should have expected it. But uh, this one is kind of crazy. Um, Taylor Swift has defeated Spider-Man. The Superstars Era Tour concert film has pulled $26 million in day one pre-sales, crushing the 16.9 record held by No Way Home. That's insane. And have you seen any of the clips from it? No. If I was a Taylor Swift fan and I went to the concert and had bad seats and I spent a couple hundred dollars to a thousand dollars on it, I'd be upset because this is like you're at the actual concert. It's zoomed in. It looks fantastic. They use like cameras that you see from like NFL films when you could like hear everything perfectly. Uh, yeah. You see everything. Oh man, it's fantastic. It looks fantastic. Huh. So where um where they film it at, do you know? I believe it was across a bunch of the concerts. It's like an okay. it's, like, it's like an accumulative thing they did at every single stop on the tour. And um I believe it's like one of those things like you like it's like a documentary style. So it's okay. a lot of the concerts, but it's like her doing wardrobe changes and whatever and showing how she did it like at the beginning of the tour. People didn't realize they were smuggling her into the backstage in yeah. a janitor's car. Like that, like yeah, that, yeah. Um, I did see a video of her mom at Levi Stadium dancing her heart out and singing to the music like she didn't like she hasn't been to every concert, and that was kind of cool to see. So, right. Um, so Warner Brothers is having a rough day. So they did announce that the Beetlejuice Two will hit theaters on September sixth, twenty twenty four. I don't know how that's going to happen because they literally had just wrapped filming the day before the strike. So right. I guess they're assuming this is going to get resolved and they're going to have, you know, editors and stuff like that working. Um, but they have predicted that they are going to lose $500 million so far because of the strike. Yeah. And you, when you hear that, my first thing I think of is why aren't they negotiating? Just negotiate. Right. You know, I mean, and what's what's funny is, is I think the slap in the face was that AI thing they tried to do where they were saying that extras were going to, I think because of that insult, they're basically, that's their thing now is they're going to be like, we're not going to negotiate with you guys. You're going to come on our terms, the actors, because they're like, there's no point in trying to, uh, negotiate when you're offering me this garbage um so right so um we'll see hopefully stuff still continues on um i hope we don't get any more debacles with any movies getting delayed um i know they kind of saw the writing on the wall that's why we do have, i think they have some films and tv shows that have been kind of bottled up so they're waiting um but we'll see how it affects them in the end Lastly, in the regular pile, we had two deaths over the weekend. One, um, I didn't know this, but the Margaritaville singer songwriter Jimmy Buffett passed away at 76. I guess the past four years, he's been dealing with an extremely, extremely rare form of skin cancer. Um, uh, Toby Keith has talked about that because he had cancer of a different he had leukemia, but he also had a ton of skin cancer before from 
just going out and partying and living that beach country lifestyle and he lived that beach lifestyle and um apparently they said he didn't look that great about three months ago he was performing somewhere and he didn't look fantastic um because i i heard someone saw him last year and he looked great like they're like you couldn't tell a dude was 75 and i guess it just kind of caught up to him um and then sadly the former lead singer of smash mouth steve harwell passed away at 56 from liver failure um he retired from the band two years ago after um he couldn't sing a bunch of songs he um was hammered uh he was pretty jacked up and um said he was getting uh, help but uh he had a heavy 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 drinking problem so um it uh it actually you know took its toll on him and that's really sad because you know um i don't know i feel like he was trying but i guess that it wasn't enough um and sadly, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it now. And I feel bad for his family, for his kids, because when you think about it, you know, people are always like, oh, I know they're rich through this or that, but they're still human beings. And, you know, you don't want anyone to go through what, you know, what they're going through. So uh, right. RIP to both of them. It's tough. Um, and we hope their families get through it. Uh, and I know uh, Jimmy Buffett's up there drinking one. It's five o'clock all the time now for yeah, him. So. Right. Uh, onto the gaming pile, we had uh, quite a bit of stuff come out because uh, I'll do a quick review of my time playing Starfield. But uh, because of Starfield's announcement announcements, it feels like gaming was like blowing up hard. So we had um, they announced during the Super Mario Bros. Wonder Nintendo Direct the Mario Red Switch OLED uh, arrives October sixth. Then right after that. Sony announced that its PlayStation Portal streaming handheld will launch November 15th with pre-orders up now, um, which was like, bam, bam. Just they're like, hey, look, here comes all these handheld stuff. Here we go. Um, next, we got Cal... So this is crazy. Call of Duty enlist AI to eavesdrop on voice chat to help ban toxic players. And... I saw one, and the joke was, is, man, you know, if they'd been in our lobbies when we were younger, Oh, man, right. Could have been bad. There's, I seen a shirt, and it said, I think it said something like, let me tell you about how your dad was racist in Modern Warfare back in the day. Something like that. Right. And, but I've heard that, like, people are baiting people now into it. So they'll say stuff they, 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 they know they can get away with, and then, they're saying curse words, but they're minor. They're not threatening, nothing like that. Right. But they're banning them, and they're banning them quick. And well, I mean, if you got AI on it, there you go. It's it's ever it's evolving fast. and ever learning. Someone did test it though, and they were saying curse words in a positive manner, like uh, they were saying it like happily, like blank you. Right. And yeah. I guess I guess it didn't register it as well, but <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and lastly, for gaming, this is huge. Red Dead Redemption 3 has been confirmed by Rockstar, parent company. This comes on the heels of, I believe they announced, I think a month ago or so, there would be no more content coming for Red Dead Redemption 2. And while the servers are not closing yet for them, the servers have closed for Red Dead Redemption. And I believe that, that they're leaning towards like 
closing these ones sooner than later. Um, a lot of people don't know it's not cheap and it's not lucrative to keep them open because you're not buying anything. You're not spending money on the game anymore. It's like Grand Theft Auto. I believe people, some people can pay for better servers or whatever. Uh, but other than that, it's not a very lucrative thing. So um, expect things to change pretty quickly. Right. Um. Ooh, I just saw that one. Ooh, I didn't notice this. We're going to the general pile. The first one, um, this one, I feel bad. I feel partially responsible for Tim not getting this shirt from Roosevelt's. Uh, Roosevelt's had a new Haunted Mansion shirt line pop, and one of them was the uh, the wallpaper from Haunted Mansion, and it sold out quick. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and I, th- I mean, all of, uh, pretty much all of them did. That was the only one that... Like I said, I like now whether I yeah. bought it or not. Who who knows? Um, if I would have, I probably would have bought two because it would have been an opportunistic buy and probably flip the other one and pay for both of them. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, because anything Haunted Mansion sells quick, whether it's Roosevelt or just anything in general, and especially stuff that has the um, the wallpaper. Oh yeah. Uh, on it now. Have they done? Has Roosevelt done a Haunted Mansion one before? No, they literally, um, literally every day almost, I want to say, in the Facebook group, they've been like, could you do a Haunted Mansion? Could you do a Haunted Mansion? Could you do a Haunted Mansion? Like, it's legitimately every okay. other day. Because it must have been something else. I could have swore I saw. I, I thought I saw a shirt, shirt, and it could have been with an, another company or something. Or... Um, it probably, the last one I saw was... Um, they did a bunch of uh, the Jack Skellington stuff for Nightmare Before Christmas. They had a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. This one, like I said, it was probably a different company or whatnot or another. Um... Uh, they actually, there was a, a couple of them that they were making fun of in that Facebook group talking about how they legitimately dropped it like legitimately right after um, they did it. Like they dropped they dropped the shirts and then the next day on one of those almost wish like apps, they had a right. button up that was, yeah, that was something like it. Yeah. And then even after that, I mean, they've had a, a cars, uh, line too. And, uh, like we were talking, there's, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't Im- impressed with any of it. Like, like you were saying, there's too much going on in the shirt, which is nice because you get a, a lot on the shirt, but then again, it's, it's just too busy where it's like, Okay, you can make this one shirt into two or three different standalone shirts. Right. And it'd be awesome. Um, because it is cool to have, you know, some of those shirts where you have a lot going on it, but it looks nice and it's not too busy. But, you know, sometimes it's it's too much. The one, yeah, the one was real busy. As soon as I saw it, I was like, eh. And they were even complaining because, like, Tomater is red. Like, it was a lot of things they were like, yeah. Uh, I'm okay. So, um, and also before I forget, um, I, the, they're doing a mid season fan celebration next Tuesday for Ahsoka in theaters where you can watch it actually on a big screen. So just for, for those of you that are interested in that, make sure you get on an ASAP. It'll probably be sold out by the time I get to it, but, um, but yeah, no, uh, they, they do amazing things with, um with with Roosevelt's and what people yeah. don't know is they have a great deal um they have a great deal with 
Disney, but Disney also reserves the right to, like, they can say, hey, no, we're not going to. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to, we're not going to do any of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, basically, I have a feeling they're going to work on other stuff because the biggest one they had was with, um, like, their bi- first big one was the Bambino one from Sandlot. And that, that IP, um, that one expired. So, like, those were really expensive shirts. You right. Know? And the drops. I have a couple of the drops because I was like, oh, you know what? I'll flip them, whatever. So this one is crazy, though. So Breeze Airways has canceled nonstop flights from Walt Disney World to Disneyland until February 2024. What the heck? So I looked into it. I'm like, that's interesting. Why do they only cancel until February 2024? Well, because it goes from John Wayne to um, Orlando International. And I think... Um, they're doing it because I believe it's John Wayne Airport wants to cut down on air traffic. So this is one of them that that it does. And that's why it says until February, because I don't know if they want to do it till the end of the year or whatnot. So that's the reason um, that they're doing it. But it stinks because that was a direct flight basically from Disneyland to Disney World or vice versa. And it was, you know, pretty much for the cheapest because they have like um, best, better, and bestest, or something like that. How they mm-hmm. basically have it like um, coach, business, and first class. Right. And I mean, if you do just kind of like the coach, uh, you know, you could basically carry on, and that, and that's it. Because everything else will cost you more. It was like less than a hundred bucks, and you could get stuff for even you know less cheaper than that. Um, so. Uh, if you want to do that, depending on which way you're going, um, you have to wait until February 2024. That's crazy. And we did, um, didn't you, I think you showed me or I sent you the review video where it was surprisingly nice. Yep. It yep. got, the, I think when it was, they went, the guys that did it went early. And I believe me personally, the flights from LA to Florida are better than the flights from Florida to LA. Um, and I believe they got it delayed. It was from LA to Florida and, or no, it was Florida, LA, but they were like, we were expecting it to be not very good amenities and it was surprisingly nice. And, you know, I, I haven't been on a plane yet that have those janky seats yet. So I can't say, cause they had those weird thin seats now they're using to get more people on the plane. Right. And so I haven't gotten to ride on those yet. So we'll see. But uh, it was doing decent. But I'm glad to hear that it's not anything to do with them, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's more um, air traffic at the airport. Yeah. Next, we have Disney's Treasures Maiden Voyage is scheduled for December 2024. And I saw this cool thing where they have. Um, they have. What is that called? It's like a. It's like a river ride kind of thingy. Did you see that? Yeah, it's it, um what's it called? Aquamouse. Ooh. It's two down on the next one. Curse of the Golden Egg. Oh, right there. Okay. So the cruise ship has a jungle cruise inspired skipper society lounge, twenty thousand leagues under the ski, periscope pub, and Moana Cafe. And it has the new Curse of the Golden Egg, a story announced for for the Aquamouse 
on Dizzy's treasure cruise ship. And it's like, I can't tell if it's in water or if it's on a conveyor belt, but I think it's a, I think it's a little a little a B. Okay. And it looks cool. Cause it looks like the windows you see in main street when you go by and they have like a little bit of an animation in it and it moves a little bit yeah. and you're, you're seeing a story as you go. And it looks really cool. Um, and it showed someone actually on the ship. Hopefully that's what it was. That it wasn't just good CGI, but uh, it looked really fun. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but Disney cruises are crazy expensive, and I probably would rather go to Disney World instead of Disney doing the Disney cruise. Um, but yeah, yeah, right. Or you do, you know, you do both Disney World and then a Disney cruise. Because the nice thing is, is out of Florida, um, it's right there. Yeah, well, it's right there, and you know, you go Bahamas, you could go, you know, Castaway Key, I think. Go, yeah, go go that route where going out of California, um, you know, there's not, not, not much Bahamas or anything like that. My, my sister did, she went to Disney world and then went to the Disney. She did one day Disney world then did the cruise. Yeah. And I believe Disney is the only one. I think they only stop at port in one place on the six day cruise. And that's for like supplies. And what they normally do is, I think it's like to check and stuff like that. Like, you don't have to disembark. The rest of the time, you're at the private islands. So I think they have two or three private islands that have, like, right. all the stuff out there that you can go do. And um, just make sure you don't do, do it during hurricane season because you'll end up like my mom and going on the backside of the of Jamaica. And the backside of Jamaica is not all good, Mon. It's not even close to as good as the front side of Jamaica. Right. Just escaping the storm. Escaping the storm. You're right. Um, and then lastly, there's going to be a Coco restaurant with dinner show announced for the cruise ship as well. So it seems like they're doing a lot of um, a more, it seems like more adult stuff that is like a kid aspect, but it's because I don't know any kid that wants to watch right. the Coco, Coco show when they're doing dinner, you know. So it seems right. like they're doing a little bit more for everyone, which is really cool. Um, uh, uh, resorts abroad, uh, Disney's uh, Sh- Shanghai Disney Resort has announced construction of a third themed hotel, which seems to be like the new big thing out there on the foreign properties is adding themed hotels the way that will Disney World has. So that's pretty cool. Um, now into our rapid fire, uh, Walt Disney World Disneyland, which I have some exciting stuff that I saw, um, for uh, Disneyland. I'm so excited to tell you about the one. But Disney World uh, Destination D23 announces the evening at Epcot event featuring special surprises. Um, we don't get that at Disneyland, so if you want to see something cool like that, go there, because D23 is just at the convention center, and it's not anything fancy. Right. Yeah, I mean, kind of on ours, it's more so going there for the convention and the panels and everything that they have yes. is a little bit more um, for because you don't have the expansive theme parks like they do over there mm-hmm. where over in Walt Disney world, you have that and you could have these evening at Epcot's or whatnot, where they shut down a land inside of it because, okay, you have four other parks that you could go or three other parks that you could go to. So when they shut down one land at one park, it's not that big of a deal. No, not even close. So, <clears throat> the only thing that I'm looking forward to is um, I think I may have to watch it driving down um, to your neck of the woods is the park panel um, 
that they have just to see if they announce anything because most of the time what they do is when it's in disney world they announce stuff for disneyland and vice yep. versa yep so yep just gonna... I, I and i honestly feel like it's because i mean nowadays it's different i think back in the day when you didn't have as much access to go into both parks like you know it was that that's not a, that wasn't a reality now it's a huge reality people do it all the time so i think they feel like people are going to ask a lot of questions about that park like when they bring it open to discussion and um a lot right. of people are like yeah no uh it's gonna be disneyland so you know we'll see what right. they exactly. do exactly when, when, when is he 23 this weekend this weekend yep yeah. yep so the park panel is um saturday i believe it's 10 30 on saturday either 10 15 or 10 30 on saturday and it's nice it's one of the ones that you could live stream as well like they did um on the last one so would be curious if because last time they kind of at the end were like oh yeah and we could possibly do a villain's land and okay all right see you later where and everyone was hoping for a like disneyland tomorrowland um refurb and there's nothing and everyone's like the whole reason i came here is for that announcement and they didn't do anything and when you thought like at the end they're like oh wait no there's one more thing you guys are talking about this but they're like nope all right see you later and off the stage they went so we'll see and especially with Iger saying that they're going to do more um investments into the parks so uh and since they're out of covid and whatnot and revenues are are up so i get a strong feeling for how often they shut down the employee parking lot for other people to park in at disneyland and how they redid the pixar pier hotel now pixar pier hotel um, I feel like they're going to put something over there. Honestly, they're going to put a land or something over there. Cause whenever I, we walked by it, it wasn't even anybody parked over there. It was barely any people. And I think that's also why they stopped people. Cause remember we used to stay at that hotel on the other side of the park where you would just walk right into the employee parking and they banned right. that. They stopped that. So I was thinking maybe they're trying to get more cast members to park there and feel safer maybe or something i don't know so they don't park over the other place but you know the way the angels are playing they'll have plenty of parking over there like they do for big events anyways right Uh, exactly (laughs) and could get and could get um like how you're saying that could get more expansion on the um disneyland forward as well their big project 30-year project so Mm -hmm. we'll see the nice thing is is i'll know it like i said driving down to your neck of the woods so when i get there i'll either be in a happy mood or a sad mood and if you're in a sad mood i'll just push you into the pool yeah no just just give me the hot dogs okay i'll give you the hot dogs uh next uh, this one was disgusting um i i watched videos on it country bear jamboree and most of frontierland closed due to possible ruptured sewage line at magic kingdom and people were like it smells horrendous it already smells bad in Adventureland and by uh frontierland and disneyland i can only imagine having a ruptured ruptured line in disney world that's the worst thing that could happen oh yeah yep i mean it's worst thing happen anywhere anywhere uh, anywhere at a disney park i should say in your house i mean yeah well right but i mean at your house it's only you and your family disney True. world or anywhere else it is I mean, yeah, you got people that are in there that, I mean, the sounds that come out of those stalls. Well, and not just that, but you also got to think that the poor people that work there that have to deal with the people demanding refunds because, because, oh, we couldn't go in Adventureland because of the ruptured sewage line and stuff like that. 
that's, I, I that's tell them then, then go in there. See you later. Have fun. Let me know how it smells. Uh, uh, fireworks testing is taking place after part close at Epcot on September 10th, which should be fun to see. There'll probably be some drone footage from the size of all that stuff. Um, Walt Disney World has announced an annual pass holder exclusive shopping event featuring Figment and Epcot reimagining merchandise. Uh-oh. Bringing that. What the heck? Um, this sounds very Disneyland-esque because Nazi protests outside of Walt Disney World again hang derogatory banner over entrance sign with Star of David. Jesus, man. Get it together, Disney World. Well, and the thing is, is, you know, like you said, we've seen them out there protesting, whatnot. Hey, whatever, you know, free country, you do what you want. But, you know, don't hang the banner over the signs. If you want to sit there and hold it, okay, that's one thing. But don't don't do that because guess what? Now it's going to be like, oh, you know, we let you kind of do it and get away with it. And now since you're, um, you had to get the banner up there somehow, and I'll guarantee you had to go through bushes or whatnot to get there. So trespassing. Guess what? You're, you know, trespassing, destruction of property, private property, all of that. Yeah, guess what? Now you're gone. Yeah, and if if it's the same person too, I'm sure they've already been trespassed. So, um, yeah, exactly. And I believe it's weird there too because they're their own jurisdiction. So I don't know how that really they really handle it, but uh, don't do stupid stuff like that. You know, I don't believe in what this person believes in, but. If you're going to try to do some crazy belief stuff like this, you need to uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, now we're going to Disneyland, and this, the first part is my favorite. So you can now meet Hero and a talking Baymax in San Francisco Square at Disneyland Resort. Saw a bunch of people going there, loving it. They sell a uh, Baymax s'more plushy so it's baymax smashed between two graham crackers so he oh, looks like cool. a s'more it looks amazing some guy bought it it's a fancy box everything it looks cool you can also get baymax bread at san francisco square in disney's california adventure for 11.99 but my favorite when tim sent this i was in shock because i was like wait i don't remember him doing this in the last halloween's I know he was there, but I don't remember him. And it was Judge Doom from Who, Fra- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And he reenacts the famous dip scene where he dips the shoe that's quivering at Oogie Boogie Bash in Disney California Adventure. And he even talks to the shoe and the shoe is shaking. And it's him right. shaking it. It's not animated or anything like that. But this guy sold it. Oh, he yeah. sold it good. Even when he walks out from backstage, he walks out like him. It's not like, oh, hey, now I'm on stage. I mean, as soon as he, you know, the crowd can see him. Um, and it's a treat trail. It's I think before he was kind of a walk around. And yes. now he actually has his own treat trail. He was new this year. I mean, having a treat trail. The, um, the villain from Baymax. Um, was in our big hero six he's the other one and there's okay um one other one and i forget what it is but the, yeah no this judge do one is that's all what you see you didn't even know the other two exist this one has just taken it over they even have um so he does that and then when he's done he sits on the chair that's on top of the truck 
like at the end oh. there. Yeah. yeah, no, it's awesome. He has his cane and everything. It's... He, I will say, while he doesn't look like Christopher Lloyd, he looks like Christopher Lloyd. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he, and for, he's I a mean, good actor. Yeah, if you zoom in, zoom in on him, you know, of course, you know, he doesn't look like that. But nobody is up close with him. He's up on the stage and does it. The scene looks amazing. It's, it looks fancy. Um, I would say that this and last year, the dude from Coco, are, yep. are the, the they're they're stepping up their game. Ernesto Dela Cruz. There you go. Um, Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare Before Christmas Overlay returns to Disneyland Park for 2023, and the uh, the Gingerbread House is a custom gingerbread house done by some designer. So it actually has his name on it when you go through it, and supposedly it looks really cool. It's like I think it's Dia de Muerte themed a little bit. So it's pretty cool that you see in there. Um, Zero, the Nightmare Before Christmas 30th Anniversary Popcorn Bucket is now available at Disneyland for $29.50. You also got the Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas Mayor's Card Popcorn Bucket for $29.75. And then we got a new Hocus Pocus Sipper featuring Minnie Mouse as Winifred Sanderson available for $32.49. And we talked about this last time. They are freaking making a bank off of these sippers and everything. Yep, exactly. And the, and the nice thing is, is I was looking, I can't remember if it was today or when this article, when the article dropped or when the merchandise dropped, that it wasn't like they were sold out or anything like that. There was still plenty available at the, for the popcorn buckets at the popcorn cart. Now for the sipper, I don't, um, I didn't see that as much, but um it, you know, it could possibly be, but at least that for the popcorn buckets is they're not selling out really fast, which is nice because, well, I mean, the zero one yeah, it looks, you know, it's, it's cool, but the mayor's car is the one that I would want. I mean, they're doing so much with them now. Like they do other stuff. They light up, they, yep. they have like, I know they would do stuff like the ATAT uh, -AT Walker popcorn bucket that I have its legs move a little bit. Uh, but like Oogie Boogie, my popcorn bucket didn't do anything. These ones are like, like an actual toy on top. Right. Of yeah. It. The train one, the the steam stack comes off and is an actual whistle. Um, and the light works in the front of that one. Yep, the light works in the front of that one. The haunted mansion. I mean the uh, uh, hatbox ghost. Uh, I think that was a zipper. That was a zipper, and the head uh, moves. Um, his head. Yep, would go from the hatbox and then back up. And then there was one other one, and it was, you know, had some interactiveness to it as well. Um, it's just crazy how many they're dropping. That's that's basically three that are just, like, new, because they still have other Halloween mm -hmm. ones and other stuff there. Oh, yeah, so other Halloween ones and 100th anniversary. 100 ones, yeah, yeah D100 ones out as well. Now, speaking of that, have you seen the D100 TV? The D100 TV? Like, what yeah. are you... So it's they, like the, an actual TV, or is it partnered, like a... They partnered with Samsung, and it's a TV you buy, and it's Disney 100. And huh. um, it looks legit, because when you have it on the wall, you can set it into, like, picture mode, and it does scenes from different Disney cartoons, like it's a portrait. So it looks like it's an actual painting on your wall. And... The only difference is, is the remote is Disney 100 theme, and then the frame of the TV is Disney 100 theme. 
But other than that, you get like the bonus of the screen thingy, and that's about it. But I thought it was crazy that they like they have a freaking TV for Disney 100. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's not cheap though, is it? Too, it's like is it a couple grand? Uh, well, the 55 inch is out of stock, and that's 1700. 65 yeah. is out of stock at 2200. But you could get the 75 incher for 3200 dollars. Yeah, they ain't cheap because it's it's top of the line. I will say that the the one that I the ones I saw were top of the line TVs. Like they oh, should yeah. last you ten years, kind of thing. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's got like a commemorative bezel on it, so you can yep. even put that on it. And like you said, the remote is is cool and it's white with the black in the middle, but it looks like Mickey uh, Mickey are in the middle with the way that the buttons are because they have them black uh, with everything else being white. So. No, it's it's cool. I mean, I don't see any resale about it. Um, I mean, I don't, you're know, I don't know just, how easy I don't know how easy it would be to resell those. Right. I mean, limited edition type. Where, deal, where are you looking for them at? Best Buy. This is on Samsung.com. Oh, so that makes sense. They may have yeah. some at Best Buy or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. But I mean, as far as, I mean, what you're doing is obviously yeah, you're paying for the TV. Samsung's a good name, but it's more so the the Disney 100 name. Yeah. Um. Man, that's crazy. Uh, on to the regular stuff. We have some. It's kind of cool because Disneyland doesn't have the same problems that. Uh, Disney World is having because so we have the first Magic Key exclusive Haunted Mansion trading car released at Disneyland featuring Thorough Ravenscroft and his singing bust. Um, it's kind of insane. They're trying to get these Magic Key exclusive stuff and they're leaning it towards tradables and stuff like that, which is kind of amazing. They're, mm-hmm. They know what they're doing now. Because before, I remember when we went a couple times and it was like, oh, here's some sunglasses. Oh, here's a drawstring bag. Oh, right, here's yeah. this. Now it's like, nah, here's the here's the goods. You could sell this probably for 500 bucks in 10 years. So it's, you know, because that's the thing is people don't realize, a lot of people don't, everything is that you can get from Disney legally is in turn available to sell for whatever reason. You could literally make so much money just because it's Disney themed. So um we did get uh, the mint julep bar reopened with new lanterns ahead of Tiana's Palace at Disneyland. Disneyland is importing New Orleans bread for upcoming Tiana's Palace restaurant. And Halloween Screams Nighttime Spectacular returns to Disneyland for Halloween 2022. Um, I like the idea because I feel like California Adventure is a better sp- spot to have Halloween themed stuff because. California Adventure, like when you go to Cars Land, it's like you're in an actual town. So you would see stuff decorated for Halloween. Main Street USA just feels too Main Street USA. I am only used to seeing it for Christmas, maybe a little bit of Halloween, but it's not crazy. Like, I love seeing Tomater and Lightning McQueen wearing their costumes. Like, it's just, it's a cool vibe over there. And, you know... I feel like them bringing this spectacular to Disneyland side is also cool because you have more stuff to do. So if you're not able to go to Oogie Boogie's, 
you still get kind of an, a Halloween fun thing to go to. And, you know, I really like Disneyland during the holidays. I told the wife one of these years we do need to go for Christmas because uh, they don't do it anymore. I don't know if Tim ever got to experience this. Did you ever go during Christmas time when you were a kid? Um, no, we caught the tail end of it uh, <clears throat> one year and we went in between Christmas and New Year's. So I remember one year we went and they make it they made it snow downtown like they do now. They still do that. But they had a thing similar to the Easter thing where you would walk downtown and you would see a bunch of the 101 Dalmatians hiding on the roofs of Main Street. So you'd see Spot's head, and you'd see they're like they're they're poking their heads over the edge, the little bitty puppy heads. And I was right. like, that's so magical. And like for those that haven't been or listened and dream of going, um, it is a magical place, no matter how expensive people think it is. It's a different feeling when you walk into Disneyland. It can be crazy crowded. But when it's crowded, you don't feel like if you've been to a concert, you know what I'm talking about. When that push goes, when people, the gates open or the push people leave, everyone is super mellow. You get a couple of drunk people every once in a while that are kind of dumb, but it's just a magical feeling. And I think that's why Tim and I like it so much is because I know I remember it being a kid going there and loving it. I see my kid loves stuff like that. He loves rides and things of that nature. He loves Mickey Mouse. He loves Disney. Um, and it just, you know, you see kids' faces when they see Mickey Mouse in person for the first time, or, you know, Tim got an amazing picture with his family wearing all matching shirts. And that's a once in a life opportunity that we're afforded to go multiple times. And, you know, I think it's amazing what Disney in general is doing with their parks. We can, I can feel a very dramatic change in everything. And I feel like what Bob Iger has said is coming true. They're making every effort to make the parks more fun and more affordable for everyone that goes. They are. You may not think they are, but Tim and I know because Tim and I have looked at passes or going, we would price it out just to compare notes, you know, over the course of the last five, six years. And for four years straight, I think they jumped at least what, 10, 10 bucks a day. Yeah. And it's kind of plateaued. You can't get great discount tickets from AAA anymore. It's not worth it, really. But, you know, right. I'm just I'm just excited that Disney is doing so much stuff for the consumer. And while some people may think that a Nightmare Before, Nightmare Before Christmas popcorn bucket for $29.75 is too much, what about the person who their favorite character is the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas? It's the most exciting thing of your day. It's so amazing. It's great. And, you know... I just uh, I enjoy it a lot, and I'm excited to be going in January. I'll try and convince Tim to go in January. I'm trying to convince another friend to go in January, so we can make it a big party, and um, Tim's kid can have a partner. I can have my kid watch Tim's kid, and then Tim's kid can watch my new kid, and we have the little 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 pyramid of children, and they can watch each other. It's perfect. Hey. Perfect. Right. Well, I might be going before then, so I'll let well, you know. Well, no, I know you're going to go before then, but I know go again in January because your pass will expire, what, next uh, June? Uh, yeah, I can't I can't remember. I think, I think so. it's June. I think it's June. I think your wife went in June, and that's when you said, hey, I'm going to do it. So <clears throat> hopefully soon you'll see us doing updates from the parks. I thought that would always be cool doing like a quick 
record straight to the podcast platform little thing live from the park just doing an update and uh it's awesome but that's all we got for you this week uh greatly appreciate everyone who comes through who listens on a regular basis it makes me happy when i see your locations show up uh everyone that comes through and listens like uh, Mr. J, Mr. Stranger, thank you guys so much for just supporting us all the time. We greatly appreciate it. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.